Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I got a tweet the other day from a young dude named Cortez. Uh, I can't remember his Twitter handle, but it's Cortez something. And he tweeted me and he said, uh, uh, when Steve Harvey used to get to preaching, I used to just turn the radio off. And then he said something to the fact that, uh, but now it's different. He said, old dude be bringing it. He be bringing the truth. I appreciate that. That's what he said. Well, Cortez, if you out there listening this morning, I appreciate you too, man. Because, see, I understand what it is. I used to, you know, man, when I was younger, man, when I when I wanted to do what I wanted to do, man, I just, man, I ain't want to hear nothing else. I, I, I didn't want to hear nothing that, contradicted what I wanted to do. You know, so it's a funny thing, man, about me, man. I was, I would hear the truth. I would know it to be the truth, but because I had another plan, another mission, another goal, another set of dues I wanted to get done, I didn't want to hear that. You know, so funny thing, man, is like, <laughs> like when I was a little boy and I used to get scared sometime at night, you know, the booger man. So I thought that if I just pulled the blanket up over my head, that that meant that the, if I can't see the booger man, he can't see me. That's the theory. That's an ostrich, you know, sticking his head in the sand thinking, wow, if I don't see this dude, he can't see me. A lot of ostriches done died with their head stuck in the sand. I just didn't want to be one of them people that left this world with my head in the sand. And so, uh, you know, he, he kind of fostered that thought in my mind this morning, so I want to Send a shout-out to my man on Twitter, Cortez, whatever. I think I'm going to look his real name up. Hold on one second. While I'm uh, piddling through this trying to find it so I can get his real Twitter handle and give him some love. But uh, I just wanted to say, man, this morning that uh, <sighs> quit talking about change. Y'all listening? Because cause, cause this is real right here. Quit talking about change. And let's make a change. You know, man, I don't I don't mind giving people advice. I really, I really, really don't because so many people along the way have handed it to me freely, man. Some people just saw me doing wrong and say, young man, come here, let me talk to you for a minute. Some people say, hey, bro, look, man, I, I know what you're trying to do. Man, it wouldn't, have you thought about it this way? So I've had a lot of favor in my life. A lot of grace been shown on me. A lot of mercy, a lot of people that came to me, helped me along the way. So I don't have no problem with this part of what, what, I'm, what I'm obligated to do in the mornings. But let's quit talking about change, y'all, and let's make a change. See, change is growth. And ain't no growth without change. You got people, man, you ever met a person that's just insistent on doing it their way? I mean, nobody in the building think they should go that way. But they so boneheaded. Oh, this is how I'm going to do it. But, bro, listen to me, man. That ain't how it's done. You're going to run into this, this, this. I'll show you. Wait a minute, man. You, you, you can't do it that way, man. Listen to me. Change is growth. And ain't no growth without change. It cannot happen. If you are sick and tired of where you are, then you have to change. Change can only come from within. Can't nobody make you change. 
Now, we got a penal system in place that can make you sit down if you don't want to change. We'll sit you down, and we'll restrict your movement and your communication to the point where if you want to continue this foolishness, we're going to put you in this building with a whole lot of people that's foolishness. And y'all just trick each other all day long. But if you are sick and tired of your situation, you've got to change, man. And listen to me, y'all. How do you bring about change, Steve? How do you change, man, when you done thought of everything? Well, hold up, man. Pray for it. Pray for change. Ask God to help you change. Ask God what he want for you instead of always telling God what you want. It's an interesting prayer to have with God. When you quit going to God with your list and check in with God and see what his list is, that's a very interesting prayer. If, if you're a praying person, I suggest you try that sometime. It's so interesting, man. Do you know what it did for me when I started asking God what he wanted for me instead of telling God all the time? I still tell him what I want, but I, I, instead of all the time going to him with what I want, you know what it did for me? It freed me up. It took a lot of pressure off. I no longer had to think of everything. And what I was thinking of a lot of times wasn't working no way. And when I opened myself up to what he wanted, to what his will was. Man, do you know how much simpler my life got? And do you know how much bigger it got? I'm trying to tell you, man, if you pray for change and you allow God to help you with the change, or if you let God just produce the change, the change in you is, will be amazing. If you've been listening to me, out, especially out in L.A., since I was on the radio since 2000, can't you hear the change? <laughs> I'm flat out telling you that a change has come. But I had to pray for the change because I couldn't make the change on my own. And then after you pray for the change, you got to work towards your change. You know, there's a, faith without works is dead. Everybody wants something from God, always want to talk to God about something. But then, man, ain't, 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 don't, don't want to do nothing about it. Faith without works is dead. You can't do it that way, man. It just does not happen. So, so after you done prayed to God about it, what you got to do then is you got to turn around and go, hey, man, all right, now, what is it I got to do? You know, you got to do something to bring it about. So after you pray for it, work for it, and do something today about it. Stop procrastinating. Don't procrastinate, folks. The change can start today. Man, I want to change. How about today? You know, then you see them same people, man, I want to change. That's next week. How about today? I see people years later, man, I'm still in this same old situation, man. I'm going to do something. How about today? Today is a good day. There's nothing stopping you from changing today. Nothing except you. You can begin the process of change immediately. And change is growth, y'all. And ain't no growth without changing. It's a simple thing. And I'm talking to you in broad strokes because everybody got something about them they need to change. That's why I'm not specifically talking about anything. I got some things in me that need to change so I can grow further. Everybody has something about them that they need to change in order to grow further and then go further. Now, what's stopping you is you won't start the change today. Don't hesitate. Make that change. And then I want you to watch something. When you change, watch the difference in you. Notice the difference in you. Feel the difference in you. 
And guess what? You going to be different. If you watching for the change, if you feeling the change, then guess what? You going to be different, man. Watch for the difference. Feel the difference. You'll be different. If you sick and tired of your situation, folks, you can change that. But the change is in you. It's a simple decision you had to make. I'm going to change. The change is up to you. You can decide today if you want to change, you want to be different. If you're sitting behind the wall, I love speaking to the brothers and sisters behind the wall. If you're behind the wall, man, and you're sick and tired of being behind the wall, man, why don't you change? You ever thought about that? Change. Man, if I get back out there, I'm going to just do the same thing. Stop saying that. Stop breathing that negativity into your life. Decide today that you want to change. You can do it. Everybody can change. If you don't know how to change, pray for it, man. Ask God to help you with the change. Oh, you get some movement then, partner. You get a whole lot of movement then, all right? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, you are listening to the baddest morning show in the land. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, yesterday, we dedicated the show to pool shooters. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, people that cool. shoot pool. Oh, rack them up, boy. That's what I did, make right. a little extra money. Rack them up. rack boy? Yeah, rack boy. Rack them up. Today's show is dedicated to people that go down to the beach and pee in the water. <laughs> yeah, that's I know you've do done it. it. Yeah. This show is for you. Yeah. That bathroom too far. Yeah. You don't know, but you don't hear nobody struggling to find a bathroom on the beach. <laughs> you ain't ever heard nobody just standing on that beach come up. Where is the restroom? Matter of fact, it ain't a porta potty down there. It's in, in, in the water. Yeah. In the water now. Really? In, really? In the water. <laughs> we gon' pee in the water. Oh, I love it. Oh. Peeing in the water. Peeing in the water. Peeing in the water. They standing out there with that smile on their face. Yeah. <laughs> In the water. You know what they doing just by that look on this? Somebody's peeing in the water. Looking at the and buoy. the wave. water can't take all of all y'all's pee. Mm. What? Don't swim in the yellow part. <laughs> Don't swim in the yellow part. Don't swim in the yellow part. Cause someone peed in the water. <laughs> this could go platinum, I'm telling you. It's gonna go platinum. <laughs> What's it called? Mm-hmm. Peeing in the water. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I Make you wanna pee, don't you? No. I got to go now. Warm in the water now. Warm is the water. Cause someone peed in the water. Someone peed in the water. Break it down. Someone peed in the water. I love it. Woo! Woo! 
One so more that's word. who today's show is dedicated to. Shirley? Wooing about Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you the bougie one in the group. You gonna tell us you ain't never done that. Huh? I didn't say that. Oh, Shirley, you the bougie one, you ain't never done it. I've walked out in the water too, people. Yeah. yeah. Shirley tinkled <laughs> in the water. Short that, Jay. T-t-t-t. I hate you, Jay. It's cute, sir. I've had a cigar in my mouth, walked out there just wasting. Look back at everybody drinking a pina colada. We got to go to break, guys. Coming up, something funny. None of your damn business. I love it. Love it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time. <laughs> None of your darn business. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what All right, you got, things if you see going down. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about, Shirley? If you uh-huh. see it going down, it ain't uh-huh. your business. Uh-huh. It's none of your concern. None of Don't worry yourself about mm-hmm. it. Don't get caught up in it because it don't concern you. Like if you in the barbershop, you've been going there for years. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you see somebody take somebody else's customer. Mm. That ain't your damn business. Why are you what? in there? Why are you in there? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't like the cut he had before. From the other guy. That's yeah, right. just move on. But that's your not life. right, though. That's What's your own life? That's not, that has nothing to nothing. do with you. Nothing. The fact that the other barber's feelings going to be hurt. That, yeah. that, 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 that has nothing to do with yeah. you. Yeah. No. He, he ain't getting this chair. <laughs> <laughs> Junior? What yeah. you got, Junior? I'll tell you what. If you go in the grocery store uh-huh. and you turn your cart down aisle four and uh-huh. see a black parent choking their kids, <laughs> that ain't none of your damn business. Get back up. Yeah. yeah. Go down aisle five and get yeah. your stuff Because you can get some of that choking. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't got nothing to do. I ain't even concerned. You know, I don't even need that on this aisle. Hey, hey, what's going on? No, no, you going to be going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I wouldn't choke that kid like that as I was you. Well, you're not me, all right? right. All right? The kid can yeah. really be hurt, guys. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, you're going to be hurt if you oh, go yeah. down there. You go down there and ask what's going on. It's none of your damn business. Because that little boy know good and hell well while he getting here. Yeah. Told you not to touch nothing. Yeah. In here, touch it. Let's touch this. You done broke a damn job. Don't put now your I got hand. to pay for it. Yeah, and choke we him. Gonna eat it. Choke him. <laughs> wow. What you got, Tommy? You see somebody put a cold, nice ribeye and baked potato in the refrigerator at work mm-hmm. <laughs> and can't wait for lunchtime. You see somebody else about 30 minutes before lunchtime go in there and eat all that steak and baked potato. Yeah, that ain't really How that concern you? Right you don't now. know what they're going through? You're not gonna you have no lunch. idea. <laughs> they might be hungry. But that's his lunch. Yeah, lunch. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where he hung? He's hungry. Oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah, wrong right there. Hey, hey, Shirley, you don't know what that other man going through. <laughs> I know the other man's so going to be mad yeah. with his you lunch. You need to get you a small yeah. cooler to keep your meat in. You know what I mean? And ice it down. <laughs> and put yeah. it in your cubicle. <laughs> oh, I got man. one for ladies right what, here. What you got? What you got? Ladies, <laughs> if you see yeah. your girlfriend, uh-huh. if you see your girlfriend's fiance yeah. at dinner uh-huh. okay. with another woman, Come on. That's probably more than likely a business dinner. Uh-huh. Yes, that is. is none of your damn business. How does that concern oh. you? 
Go no, buy your business. gift and go to the wedding like you're supposed to damn do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Go yeah, get your business. gift right. for where they register that, and it's gone. Like, it's your business. Ain't Put your camera phone down. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> that, that. Oh, that's snapping a photo and yeah. sending it uh, to yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like you tell, uh, telling yeah. on grown uh, people. Uh, you can't do that. Like, like she wants to hear that. She don't want to. You're going to mess up her damn day. <laughs> No, why would you do that? With why your funky behind. Yeah, why would you mess up the day that she's been planning for her whole life? And that's just you evil. coming in here because you ain't got nobody. You buy your damn. You're so. evil oh, and nasty. That's what you say it again, Evil and nasty. You're just evil and nasty. You standing next to a guy, right? Uh-huh. Y'all in the bar. Yeah. Y'all standing in the bar, and he's on the phone saying, baby, I got to work late. I'm working late. I'm going to knock out this last uh, um, report, and I'm coming on home. What that got to do with you? That's right. That's it. How does that have, How does that affect you? <laughs> He's at the bar. He's lying, he, Jay. On the other end has nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Jay? His wife needs to hear about this paper. She need a reason why he not going to be home at six. Wants to know if he's safe. So he got to give her a reason. <laughs> he and his voice makes her feel calm and reassured that nothing is happening. That nothing is happening. And he come on back down on the other end of that bar. Hmm. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, I'll be up at that bar. I love it. Yeah. And what? Come on back down to the, the other end, end of the bar. bar. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, man? I made a little phone I, call. I had to call in. I'll tell you what happened. Me and my neighbor having an issue right now. What you got, man? It ain't my fault. Uh-huh. And it's none of my damn business no. that the pizza man uh-huh. got the numbers confused on the apartment. Uh-huh. I'm 330. Uh-huh. You 303. Uh-huh. He put it to 330. Uh-huh. I ate it. Uh-huh. It ain't none of your damn business. You were supposed to eat it. Well, he ain't put it in my That's yeah. a blessing. That's a blessing. Junior, they stealing. Thank you. This has happened more than once? No, this is the first time, but I got to feel it. It ain't going to be the last. God is blessing <laughs> you. That's stealing, Junior. God this is blessing right you. What you got? No, you I didn't order a right pizza. <laughs> one of the best ass women I ever saw <laughs> in college. Uh-huh. Dude was robbing a vending machine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kid came up to him and said, I'm going to report you to the RD. <laughs> that brother pulled his arm out that machine and gave his ass something to report. <laughs> that ain't none of your business, though. none of your damn business. Now you got to report a robbery and an ass woman. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, that's your business. Oh, we hungry. We college students. Yeah, you got the money. Walk right up to that brother and said, hey, I'm reporting you to the RD. He took his hand right out that bitch. Oh. God. All right, I got one. All right. What? You outside walking around in the front yard. You right. see somebody you see somebody go in the in your neighbor's yard and get their newspaper in their robe and walk back to their house. That ain't none of my damn business. That is really not it. your That ain't really none of my business. It's not it. your paper. It's not this paper. It might be on the paper sharing program. Yeah, that's <laughs> one paper per block. It might be his day to read it. Yeah, yeah. And he'll tell you about it. You don't know if he's going to tell him what happened or not. Oh, maybe your neighbor stole it from him before you walked outside. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, right. right. Your yeah. That could be his newspaper. He's just going back over to get because he didn't got him before. Yeah. Stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah. None of your business. You in the shoe store, uh-huh. you see somebody take uh, a cheaper box, right? A mm. cheaper box and put a more expensive pair of shoes in that box. Yeah. And they check out. 
Yeah. How that concern you? Oh, no, no, no. He liked that box. He just liked that box. What, Steve? Hell, I've done it. Yeah. Oh, that was you. Oh, you know, oh, I know, oh, oh, I ain't always made it. <laughs> All right, guys. Coming up next, it's the nephew and run that prank back. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Hugh Hefner. Uh, celebrities reacting to his death. Uh, wow. He passed away a couple of days ago of oh, uh, natural causes. Yeah, at the age of 91. Ooh, he uh-huh. lived a good one, man. Yes, yes, he did. Hey, man, let me tell you something. He had a hell of a run. Yeah, yes, he, he did. did. Yeah, he that did. boy right there had a hell of a run. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. hell of a run. How long yeah. he had the mansion, though? He sold it around the end, though, didn't he sell it? He sold it where, where no, he could stay he, in it, He though. sold it where he could stay mm-hmm. in it. That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, you know. I've I've been there four times. Oh, we had a party there, remember? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there four. Well, that's five times now. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. I didn't come out the grotto. Let's move on. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some life changes stuff happening. Yeah, so we'll we'll have uh, celebrities <laughs> reacting to that. and and his own tent, everything. So, <laughs> I, I know he's going to do it all that Viagra he had. I need to get in that room, wherever that is. <laughs> got to be a lot of that left. <laughs> Viagra, Cialis. Gotta be a closet full of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, nephew, what you got? Let's go right with what we talking about. What? Breast enhancement. What? It's right in there with the Playboy Mansion. No one said breast. We said Hugh Hefner, though. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Okay. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach LaShonda. LaShonda, please. This is she. Hi, Lashonda. It's uh, Bill from uh, Human Resources. Uh, human Resources of... Here at our group. You've been here with us for a year now. Oh, yes. Hi. Good morning. Good morning to you. Listen, you actually had an evaluation uh, because you've completed your first year, right? Yes, correct. Okay. How, how is everything in the, in, the, in the work environment? You feel comfortable? Oh, yes. Everything is great. Um, I enjoy my employment here, and I don't have any issues with anybody. Okay. Um, I've maintain a, a professional friendship. Good deal, good deal. How do you feel about your um, your physical appearance in the office? How do you feel about that? The physical appearance in the office? Um, we could use some paint in the office. Is no. that what you mean? Well, I mean your actual physical appearance, your your attire, your, you know. Uh, are, you, are you comfortable with yourself? <laughs> yes. Okay. Am, am I comfortable with my physical appearance? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hey, here's something that, that uh, LaShonda, I wanted to reach out to you about that uh, came from the higher-ups. Are, are, would you be willing to actually change uh, to to enhance your, your your breast size? Hi, I'm sorry. I, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear the last question. What did you say? I said, would you, would you be willing to enhance your breast size? My breast size? Do, do you think you would have a problem getting your breasts enlarged? You calling from Human Resources? I'm Bill here in Human Resources. Yes. Okay, and you're asking me about my breast size. Yes, I'm, I'm asking you. Do you mind? Uh, would you mind getting them enlarged? What would what the, what the higher up feel is that it actually um, beautifies the okay. entire work area? And, and, and really, I don't care what the higher ups feel or how whomever feels about my breast size. That's really inappropriate. Very inappropriate. I'm sorry. What's your supervisor's name? 
William, um, no, my name, my name, I'm, I'm William. You're William, and you're calling me, asking me about my breast size, right? Correct? Is that what you're asking me? Is that what you're asking me? LaShawn, listen, calm down a minute. Listen, no, we, I, no, 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 no. This, this is no calm down a minute. This is very inappropriate. Okay. Well, very no, inappropriate. Look, what does my you, breast size have to do with my employment? How okay. is that? I don't work for Hooters. Oh, this is okay. not, are, are we Hooters now? Really? No, well, well, listen to me. If you look around the room, if you look around the room when you when you get to work, you'll notice that most of the girls have had theirs enlarged, and it's really it's been. Are you, are you right now? Are you me? Look around the room. What are you? First of all, I'm not looking and going to work and looking at other women. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, why are you calling me from Human Resources asking me to look around? The room? That's really ridiculous. Is well, it not? What, are we not well, professionals? We, we are professional, no, no, no. but what, what we're um, trying to do William is... William Bill? What, William Bill is your name? No, Bill? no. It's, it's, um, it's, who's your supervisor? Okay. You know what? Why don't we do this? Let's start over, and let me try to no, give you a why don't we bit. do this? What, who is your supervisor? Because, first of all, I've never heard of a William Bill or whomever you say you it's, are. It's, it's William They call me Bill for short. William, William Because you're calling me, like, really inappropriately... And you're you're being really nasty right now. This is ridiculous. Lashonda, we're gonna pay for half of this. Are you are you serious right now? You you know what you're gonna pay for? You're gonna pay for a whole lot because I'm a, I'm about to press charges on you. One for harassment, and two, the company will be. What, who's your supervisor? Well, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, no, it doesn't, it doesn't, Bill, it doesn't Bill. matter. It does not matter who my supervisor is. No, it does matter who your supervisor is because I'm quite sure they do not approve of you calling around trying to get people to. End. And there's nothing wrong, first of all, with the way I look. There's nothing wrong with the size of my breast. You don't and agree that they're. Don't you, complain about the way I look. You don't. You don't agree that they're small. You don't agree that to that. This is the way God made me. I don't have to have big breasts. It don't matter what I look like as long as I'm doing my job. Like, are you serious right now? I don't understand why there's a problem even thinking about taking on the issue. You know are what you, I mean? Are you are you serious right now? You serious? I'm I'm, I'm very serious. serious. You know what? It don't have to be an issue because I know what human resources is. Like you calling me on some real real dumb right now, talking some breast size. That we we gonna see how big your be after we beat the out of you. You understand that? You get that? Because when, nah, nah, uh, when, when my man gets to see who is calling me, asking me about my damn you know what? You, you know what, LaShawn, I think you're taking it no. the wrong way. I think you're taking you know, it. We don't, even, we don't even need to talk no more. It ain't, we don't even got to talk about. You understand that? We have nothing to talk about, Bill. Just just understand this. You done set yourself up with the right You done set yourself up with the right I'm telling you that right now. Understand that. Please know that. Please know that you dialed the right number. Monday? Monday morning, nine o'clock. I, I need for you to be at Human Resources. Understand that. I will. That. I, will I will be here at oh, Human Resources. Be there, and I will be there, and my man will be there, and we'll talk about when we get there. Keep running your mouth, and know this: that this conversation is is is, is going to get put out there, and everybody going to know about this organization, this company. And I'm suing the out of y'all. You understand okay, but, but, that? Why, why? Why do you continue to? What do you mean, want- why? 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 No, there's no why. Why? Nothing. Understand that. You heard what I said, right? I, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, him, but I'm, William I'm, Bill, I'm, you have no idea who you with. You understand that? But you will know on Monday. I promise you that. That's cool with me. That. That's cool. All that's cool with me. You have no idea. You're dealing with Nick. You, you, no you don't even know that. You have no idea who you with. You need to watch your mouth. Watch you your even, mouth, you bro. Need, you need to know you're dealing with Nick. You tell me. You need to know that. What? <laughs> hello? LaShonda, hello? 
Hello? Lashonda, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Are Show. Are you <laughs> right now? Are you kidding me right now? Come oh. Monday morning. <laughs> I was going to human resources. Okay, okay, I got to ask okay. you something. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> Clearly the Steve Harvey Morning Show with nephew Tommy. Enhance me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just somebody enhancement. <laughs> when you stout, my granddad say, when you stout with it. <laughs> you, you could? Yeah, I just had a little. Oh, you, know. you had a moment? Yeah, I had a moment. <laughs> had a moment. I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh-huh. Everybody get them here at 9 I'm married, and I had to keep telling myself I'm married. <laughs> what, do you forget? Yeah, I think so. Well, there are moments, Shirley. I mean, I ain't been married that long. I mean, you got to, uh-huh. you know, there's some moments you wake up and sit down. You're still getting used to it, right, Tom? Yeah, you know, you wake up some morning and be like, who is this next to me? <laughs> this joke done went too far. It's not even funny to me. <laughs> who is this next to me? I'm All right, Miss Ann is coming up next with today's national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tributes rolled in overnight from celebrities remembering Playboy founder Hugh Hefner, who passed away Wednesday at the age of 91. Hollywood had a very close relationship with Hefner after um, over the past half century, and its biggest stars were often fixtures. Steve just mentioned he was at parties held. I, whoa, 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 whoa. I was <laughs> a fixture. Well, mm. I just said you just mentioned. No, I just mentioned, but don't, don't say that. How many times you went said, over there? He said five. Five. You sure uh-huh. wasn't. You sure well, wasn't. Some circles, five that's a fixture. You, you a I went with uh-huh. you with four. Yeah. four. You sure Did you it was stay late? Hell, I went late. Yeah. You were a fixture. <laughs> 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 was the sun coming up when you left? When was, yeah, was the sun coming up when you left? <laughs> no, but it, it was pretty gone. gone. <laughs> well, as, as we left. As we left. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, <laughs> big big stars were often fixtures at parties held at uh, Hef's iconic Los Angeles mansion. Reverend Jesse Jackson said, Hugh Hefner was a strong supporter of the civil rights movement. We shall never forget him. May he, was. May he, he was. rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. So Jesse was over there, too? <laughs> well, he a lot of places. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> well, Jesse, yeah, Jesse was a lot of places. You go real, Rev. Yeah, I want her. Rev? Ever now and then, you'll have to at get over and show? enjoy yourself at, at the Playboy show? Mansion. <gasps> the mansion. I'll have some wonderful time with you helping her there oh, at the well, mansion. At the mansion with the Playboy Bunner. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's not funny. Every now and then, you just want a bunny. <laughs> and they take your money. <laughs> you help well, her take honey. the money. <laughs> Hey, Jesse. Just want him to distinguish voices. Man. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Just want him to. Yeah, I can't even do it, Jesse. I just know. Hey, Jesse. I've just looked up and went. Rev? Oh, sorry. I looked around. I said, man, where am I? Yeah, that's where I thought I was. I don't know what you're doing here, dog. Well, it does I make go, you check make... yourself when you look up and see yeah, the ref. Yeah, You're like, yeah, am I in the right place? Yeah, this... <laughs> what the hell am I doing? I thought this was comedy club. I thought this was, I thought this was girls. He would come everywhere. Yeah, you see Rev everywhere, man. Make sure you hang out in the grotto. <laughs> <laughs> I might be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, it, was Are a, you? it was an amazing place, though, because... I've never been. No, never man. Been. You notice all those years mm-hmm. of a place that was built around the sex industry. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, that was pornography. Playboy was pornography. Right, right. You know what I mean? I mean still is, really, I, but I guess. But it was just like, well, if you had a Playboy magazine, this is like straight crazy. But the thing of it is, you've never once... All those years had a single harassment charge, no. uh, violent sex nothing. crime up there, nothing. You know why? Because every square inch of that place is videotaped. Every uh. and they tell you as soon as you come up there, okay. If you go to the bathroom, I'm just letting you know. It's tape. So can't no two people go in the bathroom and, do and that, then right. somebody come running out talking about she violated me. Mm-hmm. No, nah. we have a tape of it. Yeah. Oh, and you just had to go along with it, man. And that was it. God. Every <sighs> square inch, the only place that wasn't videotaped was inside the cave in the swimming pool. Oh. That's why I was. Place All right, Steve. That's why I was. Introduce me, Sam. Ladies and gentlemen. We have with us probably one of the most talented news people in all of radio, best voice, but knowledge and articulation at a highest level. I'm so proud to be announcing her every day and backing out of this segment as I have learned to do to allow nothing but news. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, Steve. Thanks so much. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, we've got some good news. For once, I'm going to talk about some good news. Looks like more help is on the way to Puerto Rico. First of all, President Trump has waived the Jones Act for 10 days, and that means foreign ships will be allowed to transport cargo to the millions of hurricane survivors in Puerto Rico. Now, the Jones Act mandates that all goods shipped to the United States, any of our ports, has to be carried by U.S. flagships. So not only is that rule being waived for about a week so they can get some stuff into Puerto Rico, but now two Republican senators are proposing that Puerto Rico be permanently exempted from the Jones Act. Also, House Speaker Paul Ryan now says more federal dollars have been cleared for relief efforts on that U.S. territory. $6.7 billion in two days will be released into the FEMA accounts, which equally applies to Puerto Rico. Actually, the president waived 100% of the match with respect to Puerto Rico, more generous than for Texas and Florida. So uh, a, a huge capital injection will occur in two days. So the resources are there. That's right. They are there. So there's another problem, however. Officials say that thousands of shipping containers with relief supplies have been stuck at San Juan's port because there are not enough trucks to deliver them and not enough fuel to keep the ones that are available running. Also, many roads are still blocked and more rain is predicted for PR over the weekend. There's a shortage of truck drivers. So now the governor of Puerto Rico is appealing to anybody down there who's licensed to drive a truck to come on in. He's asking for help to move the fuel. A horrible story out of Sacramento, California. Authorities say that an eight-year-old boy was brutally murdered with a hammer, protecting his little sister from being sexually molested by his mother's ex-boyfriend. Police say 23-year-old DeAndre Cheney faces murder and attempted murder charges, among other things. Little Dante Brown had just started third grade and didn't make it to his second day. In last night's NFL game, the Chicago Bears traveled to Green Bay. The Packers decided before the game what the team was going to do when the national anthem played. Packers, players, coaches, staff, all locked arms. Most of the Packers uh, locked arms. Three players chose to sit on a bench on Sunday. By the way, Texas Texans rookie quarterback Deshaun Watson donated his first game check 
to three women who work for the NRG Stadium cafeteria who were especially affected by the flooding from Hurricane Harvey. He makes about $465,000. He donated his first check, which is $27,000. Very nice. Today, National Broadway Musicals Day. That's right. 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, uh, Steve, introduce Jay so Jay can introduce the Butterfly, please. Uh, give me the <laughs> Do you know the Butterfly? Because I do. Good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley Carla Jr., J. Anthony Brown. Oh, my God. The introduction is always so incredible when you hear. Thank you so much. Listen, we got to get right down to it. I am having, this is a wonderful Friday. I am having a Playboy Mansion yard sale. (laughs) I have house slippers. I have smoking jackets. You ain't got nothing from the Playboy Mansion to be holding no damn yard sale. Yes, I am. Don't nobody want that cheap ass mess you got. Hugh Hefner didn't wear pink fluff boas. And and slippers but like some of you, the girls wore and you're not gonna sit up in here and degrade this man's. Try to take advantage of somebody passing. You I'm not no taking good. Half fat. Oh, uh, Steve. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes. What else? What are some of the items you have? <laughs> anyway, I got bed spreads. I got sheets. I have um, swimsuits of people that got in the grotto. What's the count on these sheets? What thread count? Oh, this is like um, 10,003 account. These are great sheets. <laughs> what? E- e- Egyptian. This is beautiful. You don't want to miss it. But anyway, if you come if you come by Sunday, I'll be out in the yard selling stuff at the Playboy Mansion. But the house slippers are to die for. They're very expensive. Hugh Hefner's slippers are at least two, $3,000 slippers. So you want to get your hey, what, what will you be wearing for the sale? Hey, you won't be nowhere near the Playboy. I'm going to have some slippers on. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to have on um, stuff that Hugh Hefner would, would have worn because he always wore real nice stuff. You got pillowcases to go with the Pillowcases. They're all satin. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. And that's what the ladies like. See, they're satin stuff. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is what you want to do. You want to come out. It's the Eugene Playboy Mansion yard sale. All right? If you okay. see me running, it's because I'm not supposed to be there. I'll just be a block down the way. But I'm just... <laughs> it's an estate sale. Yeah, would you? It's, it's an estate. Wow. It's a mansion sale. Would you have? <laughs> you, are you going to put signs out so people will know? Yeah, yeah. Way to yeah. Eugene. Yeah, Eugene's yard uh, mansion Eugene. yard sale, and Eugene. it'll point you to where. Eugene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eugene. Let, let me help you before you go. <laughs> what you're not going to be able to handle. But you're not going to be able no, to. Don't be a dream killer now, Steve. Don't be a dream because no, I already have my square so you can swipe. What? L- listen to me. The Playboy Mansion was already sold. Hugh Hefner sold it before he passed. Mm. And his the deal that he cut was he could stay there until he passed. Right. The new owners are going to take immediate possession. I can't get none of the pajamas to sell. You're not going to get nothing. You better not go nowhere. Are you selling the pajamas, tops or bottoms? Which one? Just yeah, the, just... he don't have no bottoms. Well, I'm selling them individually. You're gonna, it's not as a set. So you're going to buy the bottoms or the tops? All his yeah, tops some people just want sell. Some people just want tops and some people just want bottoms. So you're not sold as a unit. <laughs> All right, coming up next, uh, J. Anthony Brown is here, uh, as you can hear. Uh, he's going to murder <laughs> another hit. We'll be back at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce Jay as he murders another Ladies hit. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who has caused me to lose most celebrity friends <laughs> in the short time he's been here murdering the hits, Jay 
Anthony Brown. First of all, you're not going to lose any friends today. You're not. This is a great one. Can I, first, I'm going to do a shout-out for the Class Crown program. You want to go to my website, check that out. We're working on that. And Taco Tuesday, I got Junior coming. I got George Wallace starts, starts October the 7th. Junior, um, nephew Tommy, I got George Wallace. Yes, sir. Uh, so Tommy going to do the spot? Yeah, yeah he's going to do the spot. He's going to do the spot, dog. As soon as I get off this, too, I'm going to do the spot. Yeah, he's coming to the spot. Mm-hmm. I might as well do it. I work with him on well, I ask Tommy every day, so it's just yeah. I, I said I the negotiating thing. It starts October the seventeenth. <laughs> it is really tough. It has been hard. my y'all been because he uh, he wants the same damn price he gets. No, it ain't it ain't price. It's it's, it's all the stuff I got to put in the dressing room. Oh, okay. you know, oh it's writer, writer. Hold on. Tommy gets stuff in the dressing room? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I gotta it have starts some October the 7th. Okay. Linnell, I got wow. Flame, I got Faison, I got Cheryl, Sherry Shepard, George Wallace, Kim Whitley. I got you. But anyway, back to the hit. All that damn Perel you got to put in his dressing room. <laughs> what? Tommy got so much damn hair I, I want to do my contract over. Yeah, anything, anything, you want, anything you want, Junior, you can have it too. It I'm coming. I said I was just coming. <laughs> Get the Voss sparkling water, Junior. Make sure you get that. You got to put what this water? stuff in. Voss. Voss. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's going to come from the spigot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to run it in the bottle. I'm going to have spigot on sparkling water. All right, today's hit. This is very, this is very dear to me. And I, I got this from my buddy, Steve. He said, my wife uh, wears these damn Capri pants all the time. Mm. And he's really sick of it. Could you write a song letting some of these ladies know that you just you can't wear these pants all the damn time? Check it out. Big girls are sexy. All that meat on them bones Some outfits look good on y'all Some you should leave alone Well, I'm here to let you know Girl, I won't stay wrong A cute summer dress or tight pants look great As long as those pants are long
Okay, I like it, Jay. <laughs> Love it. Love it, Jay. Fire. Jay, yes. you really yes. were a singer in your Yes. In your <laughs> Johnny life. Gill said it. He did say life. it. Uh-huh. He did say it last mm-hmm. night. Well, you just ago. wrote a piece song earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, too much. <laughs> Six days a week. <laughs> you didn't Thank lose you, any friends Hawkins on that. Junior. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't lose any friends on that one. No, Steve. I didn't lose no friends uh-huh. on that. But next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, the nephew's prank phone call. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, get ready for today's Strawberry Letter. But right now, it's the nephew on tap with another prank phone call. Neff, Hooking got? up at the daycare. <laughs> See, sometimes you go, you're going to find it in different places. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm dropping the baby places. off, and you're dropping the baby off. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Let's hook it up at the daycare. Hook it up. I love different places. Yep. Yes. Yep. You can oh, find it. Play too much. Here you go. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to uh I'm trying to reach Frida. This is Frida and who is this? You don't know me. My name is uh Lonnie. Lonnie I, I I know I wanted to call you. I've been looking for trying to get your phone number actually for like about the last about two weeks now. What do you need uh, my number for, baby? Can you get on with it? Because I I'm on lunch break. I'm trying to hear me eat my lunch and I need you to come on with it. okay. Now is your um your husband is your name again? My name is Lonnie. Lonnie. Okay, and you asking about my husband. Now, what about Yes, that's my husband. See, the problem I'm, I'm having, Miss uh, Frida, is that I, I I looked through my wife's cell phone about two, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and, I, and I found out that this actual phone number belonged to your husband named and he, he been text messaging her. And, stop right there. Stop, stop. Right Wait a there. minute, because it, but see, th- let me finish though. He he been text messaging her, different uh, text messages and stuff about he want to meet up with her and and how she looked the other day and stuff like this here. But uh-huh. then, but then even worse than this here is he, you know, done sent some 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 pictures of himself, some some naked pictures on the on the uh, on 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 the cell phone. Baby, please. So, baby, 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 please, no, no, sir, not. I know not because if anything, if he texting anybody, need to be an employer about a job. I, I know you're not telling me. Who, baby? Who is your wife? What's your name again? What's your name again? My name is Lonnie, and my 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 wife name is, is my wife name is Denise. 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 Mm-mm. That ain't registering with me. I, I, I don't. We pretty much have an open relationship where we kind of communicate and. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't know nothing about no Denise. And we okay, let me ask you this. Okay, do 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 your husband's last four digits on his phone is sixty eight twenty two? Yeah, that would be the last four digits. Okay, see that's what I'm saying, man. I'm not trying to call you. You know, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed in my wife because of these text messages and these pictures and stuff. You know, I'm I'm the one. I, that's why I say, okay, I need to call this man's wife right here and see what, you know, do okay, she even know it? Uh-uh, uh-uh. I need you to wait a minute. Back up, baby. Be quiet for a minute. Look here. Okay. Denise, you're Lonnie. Okay, where they supposed to admit it? What, what? I, you know, because we usually go everywhere together when we go. To, first of all, the don't work. Let's, let's go there. 
she does not work. Uh, okay, so I don't know where it is when he got when he generally when he leaves the house we're together. So I, where did they meet? With how did how did they meet two weeks ago? You say because oh I'm listening to you now. You got well, my I don't opinion. I don't know if they met two weeks ago. I'm just I just found uh, him in the cell phone two weeks ago. That's what I'm saying now. You say if you saying he don't work, then evidently it must be during the day while you gone or something. I don't do. I mean you you say you on your lunch break right now. Yeah, uh-huh. And where okay. is your wife right now? Wait a minute. Where, do you know where your wife is right now? Uh, Well, she's supposed to be at, at work right now. And you know what? I just called him. He told me he was going to get in the tub. And when I called back, it's taking him long. He used it. it, it uh-huh. Okay. It, yeah, okay. If I ain't have to go back in this hospital, baby, baby, baby. See, it, yeah. Where is your wife? I need you to get to. We need to I see where your wife is. Well, see, my wife works at a... Uh, at a, at a, now, hold, wait a minute. Do y'all have do y'all have kids? Hell yeah, we got kids, and that's my problem. That's why I'm so upset. I'm working all day. I get up at four in the morning to make sure I got everything prepared for the whole day. Got to get the kids ready. We have three kids: one, two, and three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, now, here, kids. He, the, the, is he the one? Because see, I, I is do he? Because my wife works at a at a daycare. Do he drop them off at a daycare? Don't start. You, 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 baby. You dr- is getting deeper. If I get to this, what daycare does your wife work at, baby? Because I see, mm-mm, mm-mm, don't start me. Yeah, he dropping them off. Okay. Uh huh. If you tell me tonight, baby, just tell me. The, if they, I prom, I swear, Lonnie. Now, now she's been at this place called Children's Academy. You are. For- Lie. You better not tell me this non-working is with the that's supposed to be watching our kids. See, oh, see, nah. see. I'm already oh, and see, but see, I'm already upset and been upset about this here for the last. I've been holding it for the last two weeks. I've been holding it. I ain't said nothing till the next. Why the you I, hold it? Why are you holding it? Y'all crazy. Too. Will, Why is you? Oh, you should have been called me. What? This a, oh, this a because when he get his. Let me tell you something. I get up at four every morning. I go. To, I have to be to work for six thirty every morning. I get to that damn hospital. I slave all day. Then come home and slave for him. Try to make sure he feels good as a man, although he's not working. You know it wasn't his fault he got laid off. But hey, I want him to feel good, although he's not working. Cause you know y'all don't feel too good when you're not working. So I wanted him to feel good. I tell the kids, you know, it's gonna be okay. But I bet you this got that. Wait a minute, now, like cause that. Kid. She's my wife. Don't be f-ing her. She's my wife. Not, not. Wait a minute. Now, but wait a minute. See, I told you it was ignorant because, see, you should have been calling me long ago. Let me tell you how you ignorant, too. See, she's a first of all because she said she too up. She said he raised that out of her. She don't know how to play the game. And she with my husband, and he's sending her naked pictures. He ain't got to be showing her no way. Trust me, it ain't worth on. I was just with him because he was a good man. I guess my is dumb too. Oh, when look, I get look, on look, this, look, I was gonna ask you this here because is go ask. What the do you want to ask? What can you ask me? You just do, told me this here is with your wife. Some named Denise. Yes, that's what I said. And this is the that's watching the twins, baby. We have twins. Do you hear me? Can I baby? say something else to you? I don't need you to say a. Can I, I say you. one more thing? What the f- do you need to say? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you just got pranked <laughs> by your husband, Gerald. <laughs>
Stupid sometimes. Oh sometimes. no, we love oh, it. We love Where'd you get that idea? Okay. 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 You feel like we judging you? Yeah, yeah, I feel like y'all judge. I won't embrace my stupid. I just don't want you to get hurt out there. Yeah, you are yeah. we're, we're concerned over your well being, Tom. Mm. Yeah. Somebody gonna confront you one day. Uh-huh. He's touring <laughs> the country in his play. That's Mom right, Biloxi, Mississippi tonight. Biloxi, Mississippi tonight. Get your tickets. Mama's boy is in town. That's Johnny Gill. That's Robin Gibbons. That's your boy, nephew. Did you already say Robin Gibbons? Yeah, I said Robin. <laughs> what happens to you? That's in Robin Gibbons' voice. Huh? <laughs> Coming up in about an hour, get ready for another exciting episode of Bad Acting Theater. Yes, Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> but up next, the strawberry letters on deck. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we get to today's crazy strawberry letter, and this letter is a trip. First, Donald Trump continues to focus on what happened Sunday mornings with the NFL rather than focusing on more pressing and urgent matters. Uh, Trump is insisting the players protesting during the national anthem are putting the NFL through hell. Meanwhile, Trump is so busy declaring war on the a- on the NFL. Some people feel like Hurricane Maria for Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands is going to be Trump's Hurricane Katrina. Food, mm. supplies, and water wow, are desperately you know, needed. That. You said uh, that? Yeah. I just said that, man. I just, really? He's, yeah. it's, it's almost like we're treating Puerto Rico like we treated Hurricane Katrina, the victims in down New in New Orleans. In yeah. New Orleans. Uh-huh. We're doing the same thing. What's really messed up is... You know, Puerto Rico's a part of the United States. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that Jones and the Act that he just lifted. Stuff sitting at the pit. Stuff just, just sitting there, yeah. man. Yeah. The they don't Switch even supplies. ship it. No. They just not send, it shouldn't take days to help nobody, man. Nope. It's, it's just, now, I'm, you know, look, I'm not saying that's his fault, because, but somebody should have got it lifted right away. And if it ain't your fault, stop tweeting about football. Yeah, but Deal it's with way that. more important than Deal with the that. NFL. For yeah. real, yeah. for real, bro. Yeah. You tweet about that to divert attention uh-huh. yes. from some more serious issues right now. Right. Because so, the narrative of what the football players were really kneeling about has changed. Yeah. yeah. What Colin Kaepernick Colin. changed yeah. to kneel for mm-hmm. was the mistreatment of African Americans by the police. And yeah, nothing to do with the flag, man. Nothing Can we with just the military. Stop killing all these people out here for no damn reason mm-hmm. and then nobody doing no time. The narrative has changed. It's not about the military. Nobody disrespecting the military. Nope. Nobody's disrespecting your country. It ain't about the flag. It's our country, too. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. our country should be to us the same thing as our country is to you. Mm-hmm. We ought to be able to drive our car and send our sons off to a party without worrying about him dying at the hands of the police. That's what this all, this was about that. Yeah. But it also has something to do with Charlottesville. We keep ignoring it. It's about race. Race fits into almost everything we do in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we keep acting like it don't. Yeah. And, the yeah, and if you keep speaking to your white base and not reaching out to right. black, brown, Hispanic, and, and Asians, you you're still going to have this guy. problem. All he's doing is constantly speaking to his base. Yep. It's like, we don't concern. Mm-hmm. We're no concern of his. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got the problem. And you're going to keep having it. This is boiling, though, y'all. This is going to yeah. explode. Oh, again. absolutely. It's boiling, man. You know, that whole is good people on both sides. That, no, it's not. Man, it's not. Hate, hate. No. If you hate another person, that makes you not a good person. Yeah, absolutely. Period. We quit calling them good ass people. Skinheads and clans members and white supremacists are not good people. Nope. They're demented. They have deranged thinking. You think you're better than me because the color of your skin. Oh, really? Really, man? And I'm supposed to sit here and be okay with that. So when you come down the street with your flags and your torches and your and your slogans and your chants about Jews and gays and blacks, I ain't got the right to say, uh-uh. Not on my street. In America, yeah. you do. In front of my house? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Right. And they weren't even real torches. It was tiki lamps. I mean, yeah. that's They've been by Pier 1. And yeah, went- <laughs> yeah, they Man, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't know they how to do it. They ain't using a bonfire like They got tiki. using tiki lighters. And the tiki people said, wait, we're not with that. Yeah, the tiki people had to come party. out. Yeah. These for backyard parties. People are having a good time. Yeah, let's get to the letter, Tommy. We can go on and on about this. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, should I have a kid or not? Mm. Good morning, morning crew. I'm a 33-year-old married man to a 38-year-old woman who has two kids. I myself don't have any kids. We are both Christians. We actually decided to get saved together as well as baptized. This was the best decision of my life. To cut a long story short, my wife wants to have children, but I'm afraid to because my wife and daughter do not get along. They argue a lot, and they've even gotten into physical fights with each other. My stepdaughter lies a lot. She's been arrested for fighting, sent to suspension school, as well as seen a psychiatrist. I believe before I got married, I was a mild-mannered, level-headed individual. I'd rather talk than scold. I'd rather try to think of a logical explanation of why their relationship is not good. This was my approach for the first three years of being together. We've been together for five years, married for the last two years. I've recently become impatient, angry at times, verbally abusive, which I hate because I'd rather be happy and stay in a positive light. I forgot to mention that her biological father is a hot-headed, ignorant person in which we have had several verbal altercations over the phone. Stephen Shirley, God has changed my life, but sometimes I feel like going up somebody's head. No, that's right. (laughs) Now my wife's biological clock is ticking, and she wants us to have a kid because she says she doesn't want me to want one later on when she can't have one. I want a kid. But I'm not sure anymore if I want to have one with her because of her and her daughter's relationship. I love my wife and stepdaughter, but it's unbearable at times to live under the same roof together. Oh, yeah, you're probably 
wondered what happened to the other kid. He's a good kid. He's in college, got a job, lives on his own, and we get along very well. He's my dog. But please help me with this other situation. Mm. Okay, dear please help. You know what? I really like this letter because it's from a brother, and and I, I think he's really sincere about how he feels about, you know, his love for his wife and his family and all that. Um, but Brother Man is really fed up with what's going on under his roof between mother and daughter. And, and I can certainly understand that. But what I don't get is is why is all this going on? You know, um, if the son is old enough to be out and living on his own and having a job and all that, why isn't the daughter out too? I mean, you, you didn't mention in the letter... Um, what her age is, but she sure is acting real grown up in there. That's all I got to say. You're fighting with your mom and all that. You're, you're acting real grown. So you need to get out and get your own spot, you know, if you're a, of age. It sounds like you are. I don't think um, you and your wife should have children until that happens because you really don't want to bring a child in, you know, under that situation. You just don't want to do that. It's not good for the child. It's not healthy. Um, and, and it's, you know, as far as you not bringing a child in that mess, I totally agree with you. So I say talk to your wife, you know, and maybe you guys can put things off a little bit more until you can work. She can work the situation out with her daughter. Steve. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Almost time. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll we'll send people back. to the web, uh, website. Yeah. Letter I really don't posted. know what angle I'm going to take here. Okay. I just had to think about it over the break. All right. It's not clear to me right now. Okay, well, okay. Because even bit. though this letter is from a man, yeah. mm-hmm. it's really about this woman and her daughter's yeah, relationship. It, is. it yeah. definitely so, is. I don't really know where to go. I'll think of something, though. Okay. All right, Co Cracker. We'll be it back. Might be entertaining. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Are you sick of being embarrassed by thinning hair or tired of worrying about your thin edges? Then you need the Vitalize Hair Regrowth System. I can tell you from my own experience, Vitalize works. The ingredients in Vitalize are clinically proven to give you thicker, fuller hair and regrow those edges. So I want you to go to thinedges.com right now or call 800-875-77. Money back guarantee so you've got nothing to lose but those thin edges, family. Go to thinedges.com or call 800-875-77. 800-800-7577. Coming up in about 20 minutes, another episode of Bad Acting Theater with the Chapmans. I know you can't wait for that. <laughs> but come on, Steve, right now with part two of today's Strawberry Letter. Should I have a kid or not? Good morning, crew. I'm a 33-year-old man married to a 38-year-old woman who has two kids. I myself don't have any kids. We're both Christians. We actually decided to get saved together as well as baptized. This is the best decision of my life. To cut a long story short, my wife wants to have children, but I'm afraid to because my wife and daughter do not get along. They argue a lot. They've gotten into physical fights with each other. My stepdaughter lies a lot. She's been arrested for fighting, sent to suspension school, as well as a psychiatrist. Now, this is not my field of expertise at all. This is not because this is not a, a letter that can be answered from the male perspective. So that's why I lose my expertise when we get into this arena here. And it's not in a racial. Asking me, my other expert, (laughs) which is racial. Uh, I'm an expert on race. Um, So the problem is really your your wife and her daughter, who is your stepdaughter. Now, uh, this girl is underage because she's been arrested for fighting and sent to suspension school, so which lets me know she's an underage, she's a minor. Um, as well as a psychiatrist and all of this here. 
Um, I don't know what's happening between your daughter and the mother. Uh, I'm not an expert, but maybe, just maybe, since you said her father is a hot-headed, ignorant person, the relationship between the daughter and the father and the mother never got resolved. There could be, I don't know, some resentment there uh, for her leaving her father, maybe never really explained it. That could be when it comes to a mother and daughter relationship, that is filled with different levels. I've discovered over the years, women's relationship with their mom has many different levels. Oftentimes, that a man relationship with his father never gets to, or a man's relationship with his mother never gets to. They're friends in a lot of ways. They're they're parents in a lot of ways. They're equal in a lot of ways. Then you have to get into, I'm really your mama, you the daughter role. And they blur that line, uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. I've just seen it happen a lot of times. So I don't know what the deal is right here. Let's just get to you, though, brother. Here's what I can help you with. This, uh, you've recently become impatient, angry, and at times verbally abusive, which I hate because I'd rather be happy and stay in a positive light. I understand what you're saying. You can get yourself in a bad situation. A bad situation can change you as a person. You got to stop allowing that to happen. Because when you become verbally abusive, I can assure you, you ain't helping the situation at all. At all. Especially coming from you as the man. Now, if you're being verbally abusive to this young girl, you're sending up a bad example for this young girl. Because this young girl can carry this baggage with her into her adult relationships with men and think that, well, my daddy yelled and cussed at me and called me names. So now it's just more of the same. And that's par for the course. You can never, ever create this mindset in your daughter. Yeah, be that frustrated. Stepdaughter or not. That's true. This is really your daughter. Because you married the girl. Here's the manhood side of it. That's your daughter. Matter of fact, you can quit calling her stepdaughter right now. You really can't stop. And a child of your own, you got to kill this conversation right here, partner. I'm telling you, because you all are at odds and she's at odds, you don't want to lay claim to her. But that's the first thing you're going to have to do. You're going to have to lay claim to the girl. Because as long as that's your wife and that's her daughter, I got some news for you. That's yours. That's yours. Now, real men come to that realization about it real quick. Sometimes it takes us a little bit long. So I'm just coming at you from the male perspective. You first have to embrace this girl as yours. This her daddy, this her daddy, that. Well, right now, you the daddy. See, he just the father. But you the daddy. You the one paying for the bills and buying the shoes and the iPhones and all this here. So see, you the daddy. Okay, Steve, we got to get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. Thank you to everyone who called in, who participated yesterday in the Strawberry Letter right, live sure. after show hey. on Facebook. I appreciate it. Do it every Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hey, listen, uh, the juice is going to be loose. Don't forget that. O.J. Simpson is set to be released from the Lovelock Correctional Center on Monday. Monday, guys. It's here. Bust out on Monday, baby. Yeah. Hide your knives. Hide your knives. OJ is out. Hide your knives. Hide all your cutlery. OJ is out. Been to be cutting up. <laughs> OJ turned 70 earlier this year while serving what would be the ninth and final year of his 33-year sentence. So there you go. 
He's going to play golf as soon as he get out. Nobody going to play with O'Shea. Yeah, he going to be, be by himself. Huh? He's going to play by himself. He can't even get a caddy. <laughs> he need to be in the other cart. He can't be with an office. I mean, you think he going to ask me about the stuff I said about him? Yeah. 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 While y'all playing. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. just got out of prison for somebody stealing his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, uh, and he going to gonna have on a glove. He's he going to have OJ a glove. going to be repeating all the lines to uh. all his special. Now, we could do this, huh? Let's invite him over to play at the house in the simulator downstairs. We could leave later and come play. Are you play crazy? Ain't nobody be comfortable with OJ downstairs. <laughs> People upstairs nervous. I mean, you might want to take a nap. You can't go to sleep. <laughs> what did what did what did they have to hide, Jay? What'd you say, Jay? Everybody is- wide awake. <laughs> You got to know where you got to be looking at the security screen every damn time he in the whole time he in the house. Yeah. Where's he going? Where, where, where's where's he, he going? Why, why are you in the kitchen? Stay out the kitchen. What is he What does he have to hide, Jay? That's what I want to hear. Uh, OJ, that room is all Fleming. Don't go in that room. Uh-uh. Not allowed in the hey, kitchen. We get to playing golf. What you? Hey, hey, man. I'm done. Where's your glove? <laughs> Where is your damn glove, man? Why your glove missing again? Right. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. He, no, he can't he come eat, up to the house, Tommy. When no. he, eat, he don't need to eat with nothing with knives. No, just, just spoon, man. All spoon food. Just spoon. <laughs> he need to eat baby food. <laughs> <laughs> OJ eats only with plastic stuff. (laughs) All right, we got to go. Coming up, another exciting episode of The Chapman. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There we go. Welcome to another episode of Steve Harvey's Bad Acting Theater with your narrator and host, me, Shirley Strawberry. The story of Earl Chapman and his crazy family, played by Steve Harvey and the cast of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Of course, you all know Steve Harvey, right? Let me do his credits now so he won't interrupt me at the end. Soundman, can I have a drum roll, please? Okay, that'll do. He's the star of Thunderdome, <laughs> Little Big Shots, Family Feud, Showtime at the Apollo, and the new nighttime show that comes on in the day called Steve. Check your local listings. There you go. Are you happy now, Steve? Yeah, I'm cool. Just going with the damn show. Okay. <laughs> rude, 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 rude. So if you haven't been paying attention... I read this every week, and I still don't know what's going on. Here's what happened last week. Earl was talking to Frenchie, who was George Wallace, who was played by Tommy, about his hit on his son, Chester. Yeah, gonna be you got to play the clips. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing a black suit. Now, make sure you shoot the dude with the blue suit and not the black suit. All right, all right. No, 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 let, me, let, let me get this right. You're going to have on the blue suit, and he's going to have on the black suit. <laughs> no. no, fool. Junior was just as confused as to why he had to take out a hit on his dad. Why would I want to kill my daddy? He's been good to me. Well, he hasn't been good to me. And then the blue suit, black suit really threw him off. Okay, let me get this right. So Chester will be wearing a black suit. Then I got really irritated by the whole blue suit, black suit thing, so I had to step in. Oh, God. Uh, Okay, we're not going through that again. Tommy, who played Chester and Frenchie, switched from one character to the next because the scriptwriter messed up. Why Chester talk? 
Yeah, you're supposed it's, to do it's, it as Frenchie. And they just, it's a, you said it's it was a typo. typo. You said let's that. Let's go it. back. Let's go back to it. All right, all right. I got I got I got you. But Earl really got it. Oh, Lord. Somebody just shot me in my left cheek with a blow dog. Oh, Lord. Another person just shot me in my right cheek with a bow and arrow. <laughs> well, let's start this week's show. like to call this week's episode wait a minute that's not the end of it <laughs> where we find earl in the hospital after being shot in the butt with a blow dart and a bow and arrow it never happened to me but i'm sure he's in a lot of pain nurse 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 <laughs> nurse <laughs> nurse and nurse nurse yeah this is many times that you feel like <laughs> Just not supposed to say that. Yeah. Not supposed to say That's that. That's a parenthesis. Say this. Ness. Ness. Say hold up, hold up, man. Say, say man, how you doing all that screaming, man? Ness. Ain't a lot of noise in here. It's sick people up in here. You ain't the only one in here sick. Now keep it down. This is a hospital. Ness. <laughs> I told you to keep it down. That is your name. Uh, now keep it down. Next, next line, dog. I know that. You 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 don't even know how this go. You you just as stupid as the person who shot me. What I really need to know is why do you put a man who was shot in the butt with a blow dart and a bow and arrow in the bed on his back? <laughs> <laughs> if I can walk, I swear to God, I smack you in the face with this damn bed pan. <sighs> Help me turn over and hand me that cell phone so I can call that good-for-nothing low-down Frenchie. Stupid bastard. <laughs> Who was done trick me again? Nice. Up to $80 million. I'm out of $80 million and my son is still alive. Damn, damn, damn. Ooh, this is getting good. But let's find out what KK and Junior are up to. You did a good job. When you shot him, but he's still alive. So just for that, I'm gonna have to slap you. And as far as I'm concerned, you messed up. You you gonna have to hold up on these slaps. I, I don't. I did what you told me to do, and I shot him with the bow and arrow. I didn't know he was gonna survive it. Next time you wanna take a hit on someone, do it your damn self. Really? Really? <laughs> Really? Right about now, there's a knock on the door. Oh, the sound man must be editing another show. Uh, like I said, there was a knock on the door. Nobody knocks that long except for the police. Who is it? This is the arrogant police. I'm Officer Touch It. Touch what? No, stupid, that's my name. I'm here to talk to KK about the murder of Beauregard Carter and attempted murder on Earl Chapman. From the sound of it, she gone. <laughs> Join us next week for another episode of The Chapman. The Chapman, starring Steve Harvey. Let me do it again. Drum roll, please. 
Boy, do we need a new sound guy. Uh, <laughs> starring Steve Harvey, uh, star of Thunderdome, Family Feud, Little Big Shots, The Apollo, and the new daytime show Steve as Earl Chapman. And me, Shirley, Miss Bougie Strawberry, as your narrator. <laughs> Carla, Crack the Whip Farrell as KK. Nephew, I'm a star, Tommy, who plays the part of Frenchie and Chester, Junior as Junior, and written by J. Anthony White Woman Brown. <laughs> Cat Dog and Baby Joel are uh, engineers, and this has been a Watch Out There Now production on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Very bad, very bad. Y'all know we're almost through with our first season? (laughs) 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 We might get picked up again, boy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, as promised, our special guest this morning, one of the legends of hip-hop since 1992, rapping, singing, writing, producing, acting, but he's got a new project. It's a gospel album. Whoa. All right. <laughs> and I had to talk to him about this new album and the second season of his hugely popular TV show, uh, Martha and Snoop's Potluck. It kicks off next month. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the legend, Snoop Dogg. Yes, sir. Hey, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Snoop. What's going on with you, man? Man, I'm good, Steve. Man, I, it's so much going on in my life right now that, that I'm I'm so happy for to be blessed for. I want to say this first and foremost: I love that Def Jam 25 uh, uh, anniversary. <laughs> man, I watched that on Netflix the other night. Beautiful work, all of that man. black excellence, all of them comedians in one room, amazing. Yeah, man, it was it was it was it was so huge for us. Backstage was like, man, classic. A, fa- a family reunion, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Snoop, you got a new project, but this time. It's a gospel project. It's called The Bible of Love, Chapter One. Mm. All right, let's just talk about what inspired the change in your music. What, what, well, wh- where I think, we at? Steve, I think, I think gospel music has always been a part of Snoop Dogg's music. I just think that people never paid attention to it or never put it in the foreground. But I've always been thankful. I've always been blessed. And I've always testified to who I love and believe in. And at the same time, it's never been on the forefront. And I just felt like now was the time with all of this negative energy in the world, all of this madness, to put together something that could represent peace, love, and harmony for everybody and anybody, no matter what church you come from, what religion you believe in, what color you are. This is the Bible of love. Love is the only way that we could kill hate. I could put an album together with a whole bunch of hate on it. I've done that many times. But this is the time I want to put an album together with nothing but love on it. Because I'm at that wow. age now to where it's not about trying to be the flyest or the best or the dopest or this and that. It's about saying something and making a point with the voice that I have because I realize that I have a platform. I coach football kids for the past 15 years. I got 13 kids in the NFL, 50 in Division One and 100 in high school. Oh. So oh, these yeah, are the yeah. fruits of my labor. Really? These are the things that I'm happy for, and this is the direction that I'm going in because my career is leading me to the, the path of being the uncle in the rap game. They call me Uncle Snoop. And I'm not afraid of it. I'm not ashamed of it because it's respect. I think this is an incredible step, man. This first song you got is uh, Words Are Few. You want to tell us about it? My words are few. My actions will speak louder than my words. And you'll see that I'm a child of God by my work, not by my words. Wow. All right. I love it. Hey, let's play it right now. Mm -hmm. This is Snoop's new one, y'all. 
This is from the Gospel Project, the Bible of Love, Chapter 1. This is Words of Few. Benediction, you can't find me. Oh, ain't no smiles, ain't no joke. Let's just get what's please. No rest for my soul till I come clean. Come clean. Don't hear from the Lord if I speak. So back off and let me eat. Let me see. Let me see. I'm chose to backslide. I knew the way. My mom was Sunday school teacher for 40 years. I grew up in the church. Then I just went to college and I just went. I went straight the other way and stayed over there intentionally. He's going to bring hmm. you back home one way or the other. Woo! <laughs> True. Yeah. You, you, you coming to the house. Yeah. 
Now, you can walk on in or he can drag you in. It don't matter, but you're coming back in. I don't want to be drug in. I'm walking in. Yeah. (laughs) And it brings people to the church the way you are. You know what I mean? You don't have to do anything special. You You don't have to dress anyway. Just go. Right. I like it. Don't go nowhere. We got more with Snoop right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. We're going to continue this conversation with uh, Snoop. And that, that was the whole mission of this of this project, was for me to grab a bunch of artists that had basically been outcast from the church mm-hmm. or been bashed or whatnot. That was the initial beginning. And then once I started moving on it, John P. Key gave me a song. Rance Allen gave me a song. Oh. The Clark Sisters gave me a song. Kim Burrell gave me a song. Ty Trippman wow. gave me a song. John, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Fred Hammond gave me a song. I can go on and on and on wow. and on and on. This oh, project heavy. is yeah. filled with nothing but gospel greats. I mean, it's signed, sealed, and delivered by the greats, and they stamping it. They approving it because they talked to me before I asked them to be on this project. They didn't just jump in. They wanted to fill me out and see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Let me get a word with Snoop Dogg and see if this is a gimmick or if he really filled with the spirit. Once we got off the phone, they sent the record back 30 minutes later. Like, he won <laughs> up. We tripping. Because you know, man, what happens to a lot of people is, man, people so judgmental. They got this idea of how they think religion ought to play out. But people need to quit focusing on religion and focus on the relationship. Amen. You have a better shot with God if you get a relationship. You you, you, you can pick any religion you want to. I was talking with, and it's going to blow your mind, I was talking with the minister, Louis Farrakhan. And I asked him, I said, Minister Louis Farrakhan, I want you to tell me a little something about religion. He said, I'm going to tell you this one thing. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad asked him, what is the best religion? A Muslim and Elijah Muhammad said, "No, the best religion is love. That's the only religion because it don't have no verses and chapters and this and that is just what it is." Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something else too, Snoop. Uh, I just saw a video of Minister Louis Farrakhan, and he says that uh, he know he gonna have to answer for all of his wrong teachings. He said, "But before I need everybody to know that Jesus is my redeemer." Well, if you're here long enough, you're going to change to something. Something's going to get a hold of you. I can tell you that, right? Every knee shall bow, every tongue will yeah. confess. Yeah. That's yeah. Sometimes hey. it just takes one person to not be afraid. And that's what my job is. My job is to stand out on the rock. When I was keeping it gangster, that was my thing, Steve, to just stand out there and just keep it 100% gangster. Even when it was time for us to be peace and to have that meeting with Suge Knight, you see what my spirit was. I was about peace. I don't got no more gangster in my spirit no more. I don't even know what that feels like no more. So this wow. is the mission that I'm on. Wow. You know, man, I saw it in you. You know, we, we've been together a few times, Snoop, on this thing. You and Puffy came and did my show a long time ago on yes, the sir. Steve Thank Harvey you show. When, I, when we, were, we all came to the Apollo at the same time, and everybody was concerned. They said, man, Snoop upstairs and Puffy downstairs. It's going to be some trouble. I said, no, what you talking about? I went and talked to both these brothers. I, I never met Snoop. I said, Snoop, I'm Steve. I know your OG. And then he said, hey, man, I ain't got no problem with that man. You can't talk there. about Snoop unless you do Snoop. You yeah. Have to. And yeah. He, 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 he said it wasn't a problem. I went outside and got puffed. I said, hey, Puff, look, man, security heightened. They nervous. Hey, man, I ain't got no more with them. I had them come on my show and do it. Man, we've been to so many peace rallies together yeah. and stuff when we was trying to squash this old this mess with Suge. That's the whole thing. Is somebody got to be willing to step up to the to the rock and be that and be the one. You always been the one that been when it was time to be the bridge of the gap to get that communication with the hard-headed gang members that didn't have no understanding or dialogue. But once we was able to dialogue, 
all that is out the window because we all want the same thing. We want to live. Anybody want to die? Dog, right. who don't want to live? And when you get these brothers one-on-one and you go, hey, man, listen here. This is a chance where everybody can stay alive, including you. Everybody had that conversation. Because mm-hmm. what you say, Snoop, don't nobody want to die. You talk all that bravery if you want to. How about that wheelchair the rest of your life? Now, you, mm. you, you, you say stuff to people like that. But Snoop talking about something today. We're going to be right back with more Snoop right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back, man. We still sitting here with the legend, uh, Snoop, who's released a uh, gospel album, putting the finishing touches on it, man. It's a gospel album, and it's um, the album is called Bible of Love, Chapter 1. And we talking with Snoop. I'm so happy for you, brother, because... Yeah. See, one thing about you, Snoop, you 100, period. He gonna give it to you straight, no chaser. You don't, you don't get no water with this. <laughs> this 140 proof, yeah. you don't get water. You got to drink this as it is. And for you to step out front like this and say what you just said, this go a long way. You change a lot of brothers and man, maybe I should do it a different way. If Snoop doing it a different way, maybe I should do it. He might know something I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, because sometimes we don't believe what we hear. We believe what we see. Yeah. So sometimes you got to show them what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, like see, you know what I like? Real? Everything seems to be put to music. That's his thing, man. Dog. Real? <laughs> a lyric. <laughs> Something they got to see what you're talking about. Yeah. Now, they see me over here doing it because he just said uh-huh. I was 100% gangster. He said, I don't even feel that in me no yeah. more. And people followed him, and yeah, this has been changed. This is definitely a change. But Snoop, man, now give me these, give me these, these kids that you helping in the football pro. Tell, tell me the numbers you've been dealing with. Like how many GoPros, how many individual? Man, Steve, got? we started the Snoop Youth Football League in 2005. Since 2005, we have 12 kids in the NFL right now that's playing. We have 50 kids in Division One playing right now. We have over 100 in high school about to graduate in the next two years. We have one Rhodes Scholar on his way to London who graduated from TCU. And then this year, we're starting the Snoop Special Football League for the special needs kids to come out and have some fun because a lot of people in our community have special needs kids and they don't know how to get those kids out to have fun. They always seem singled out or aren't they different? No, they're not different. They kids and they brothers and they sisters and they belong to us and they finna come have some fun with us. We ain't gonna wait on the Special Olympics. We're gonna do something for them in the hood that they can identif- identify with. Oh, yeah. And then eventually the Special Olympics, which I've been talking to, is gonna join hands with me and make this a worldwide thing where the special needs kids can come out and have a good time all year and not just for the Olympics. Wow. That's great, man. See, if you send, listen to me, if you send 10 kids to the NFL, 50 to Division One. If you send 100 kids and keep them in high school, and you develop one road scholar, those close to 175 people, these are just the success story numbers. I think what you're doing, Snoop, man, I think you're on point, man. You're my supporter, man. I'm coming to do your show, Snoop. I've been working on my schedule, man. I keep, I, I'm just tied up right now, but you're on the top of my list after today, brother, and then I want you to come do my TV show, man. I think, I, th- I think, man, when people see this and hear this, man, you're going to make a big difference, man. Yeah, you change real. some lives again, right? That's, that's what I aim to do, man. My mama told me before I started rapping that I was going to be a preacher, and I used to always be like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. When I had my mama come listen to this album, everybody in the room was happy. You know what my mama said? 
I, I already knew it. You ain't impressing me. I knew you. Was <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's my mama. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, Snoop, man, number love for you. Congratulations, yes, boy. And I love everybody up there, all y'all, my family. I love hearing y'all voices. I love what y'all do. Keep that black excellence going on. Keep playing great music and keep giving us outlets to communicate to our people. Ladies and gentlemen, the legend, Snoop, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump is calling the new Republican tax plan a big win for the middle class. No, speaking, speaking in Indianapolis yesterday, Trump described the current U.S. tax code as a complicated relic that must be simplified. The tax plan, he said, will help bring back jobs and prompt robust robust growth. Trump said, "I've been waiting for this for a long time." We're going to cut taxes for the middle class, make the tax code simpler and more fair for everyday Americans, Trump promised. And we are going to bring back the jobs and wealth that have left our country. Uh, Democrats in the Senate announced or denounced the Republican tax plan yesterday, arguing that the country's wealthiest individuals and corporations do not need a tax break. The quick and dirty is that the Republican proposal would lower the corporate tax rate from 35 percent to 20 percent. The plan also eliminates most itemized deductions except for charitable donations and the home mortgage interest deduction, but doubles the standard deduction. Trump called the tax plan a once in a generation opportunity, adding that tax reform reform should not be a partisan issue. And he did not mention whether or not he was going to. Health care shouldn't be a partisan issue either, nor should DACA. None of this stuff should be a partisan issue. But they keep making it a partisan issue. Now, is he going to turn in his taxes? I don't know what's going. But here's, you know, that's what I was saying <laughs> yeah. the other day. He keeps telling the football players to respect mm-hmm. the flag, honor your country, and mm-hmm. honor your servicemen. Which is not why they're kneeling, but if that's the case, because he's saying it's unpatriotic then I think that being patriotic is paying your fair share. Now, the fact that I've paid more taxes than Donald Trump is disturbing. So if you love the country so much, if you're so patriotic, if you if you would just pay your share yeah. and contribute to the military. It would help a lot of people. You know, it could help a lot of people. But this tax thing, y'all, They've got enough votes probably to pass it because there's so many Republicans. And I think all Republicans vote for this tax cut. A lot of Democrats would too, but it's a bipartisan thing. Well, enough of that tax business. Snoop was a great guest. That's a good guest. Yeah. 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 What y'all doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going to go see Ildris Elber's new movie. Mountain between us? The mountain, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a stranded white woman in this movie, and I got, <laughs> I got to be there. You got to go see I got to movies, get really. that, man. Up in the mountains, stranded white woman. That's all I need to hear right there. Wow. <laughs> okay. Jay's I'm, I'm going to try movie. this Pacific Coast Highway. I ain't never... You didn't know, oh, oh, drive up to the Pacific Coast Highway? Yeah, oh, it's never, nice, man. It's that. beautiful. I'm a, I think I'm going to do that this weekend. That's it's nice okay. if you're a passenger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but you drive? You, yeah. you can get real sleepy to coming back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
I need that information. Yeah, right. man. You still pay attention. Yeah. Well, you know, it's I can hide. Right. It's beautiful if you're a passenger. But you, but your ass got to be looking. Hey, you got to be looking, man. Yeah. If before night, just get on back. Yeah, yeah. come on back. Yeah. Get on back. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you hear a lot of, ooh, hold yeah. on. <laughs> Almost. Thank you. Oh, I didn't close. know that. I need that information. Yeah. Yeah, you, don't you need the heads up on that. But let me say this, guys. I am headed to New York City, Circle of Sisters Expo. Everybody on the show, guys, we've all been out there. Mm-hmm. It's that time of year. I will be hanging out with everybody. Our home station in New York, 107.5 WBLS. Legendary Cicely Tyson, Bobby Brown, Vivica what? Fox, Misty Copeland, uh, celebrity chef Carla Hall. She'll be there. Remy Ma is going down. Jacob Javits Convention Center in New York City. I will see you guys there all day Saturday. We will kick it. All right. Circle of Sisters. I'm already here. Think? I'm in Biloxi right now. I'm in Biloxi, okay. Mississippi. Mama's boy is tonight. You don't want to miss it. Everybody's in town. Robin's here. Shirley Murdoch is here. Johnny Gill is here. Just just get your tickets and come check us out. I promise you, you will be entertained. Tomorrow, it is Jackson, Mississippi. Two shows, baby. One at three, one at eight. Get your tickets. Mama's boy is coming to town. You can get your tickets at all Ticketmaster outlets. Well, Well, nephew. Where's where's the the performance? Damn it, Junior. You do this to yourself every time. He Why didn't he say the well, venue? Why? Why? The venue. The venue, fool. I mean, it's very important. You're going to have people in Jackson. Down Jackson is a big ass place. hotel lobbies looking for the place. Has anybody seen? Tommy, I'm trying to work with you, boy. man. I'm trying to. We down at the YMCA. Uh, trying to make sure you don't get none of this. Mama's boy in here. What, you what? didn't wait. And he just waits for that. Yeah. yeah. I give it time. If you're looking for Mama's Boy, you're at the wrong damn theater. It's not here. You're a damn beggar, folks. All right, Junior, with Luxie, Mississippi Coast Coliseum. There you go. In the Lux. Jesus. And then in Jackson, Mississippi, it's the Thalea Mara Hall. There it is, Thalea Mara Hall. I hope I'm saying that right. What you doing this weekend, Steve? What you got? What you doing this weekend, I'm off. What? What? Yeah, Steve. Soon as this mic cut off. (laughs) You're done. Two hours later. (laughs) Golf. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Wow. Steve. What's that sound again, Steve? (laughs) You know, that is the same sound I hear when somebody takes a machete. With George Wallace's mama back once a month. You know what? <laughs> every every Friday we got to hear that sound again, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Steve. Please. Don't hit it. Don't, Don't make the sound, it. please. That's it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, y'all no have a great necessary. week. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts.
if you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.